Yo, what up? What's up? What's up, everyone? <laughs> How's uh, everyone doing? Caleb's late, but he'll be here. Yeah, he'll be there later. I mean, he was he was literally just with us. He'll be here soon. He said he'd be right back, and uh, now it's 9 o'clock. But, you know, stuff happens. So just like just like when my, my dad went to go get the milk, you know? Yeah. yeah. He came back, right? No. Oh. Oh, well. Yeah, he did. Yeah, sorry, I was thinking of a different dad. <laughs> uh. Uh, so, welcome back to the Chino Show, where we have the best openings around. <clears throat> Always. Always. Best in the world. Mm-hmm. Let's, uh, let's start with the weather. Let me start with the weather. Let's start with the weather. Um, well, it's been pretty all right. Uh, it's been kind of rainy. Yeah, it has been kind of rainy. But in general, when it wasn't rainy, it's felt pretty nice. Mm-hmm. The cold today. It was not nice. Cold. Not cold, but yeah. it was colder today. Yeah, like 60, 65 About 55. Oh, really? Okay. Wow. Yeah, we, we got some rain uh, this past week. It was pretty bad. I think they were thinking that or they being the meteorologist, you know, big weather, um, big was thinking, <laughs> they were thinking that there's going to be some more hail coming through, but I don't think we got any, which is nice. I know Austin got some hail, so, haha, <laughs> all my homies out there in Austin, hope you didn't get any hail damage. Hopefully not. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, it's been really nice. I mean, it hasn't been it's been kind of humid, I guess. Really cloudy. Very cloudy. Let's see what the weather is for next week. Let's see. Daily. Looks like we're going to have some more days in this uh, mid to high 60s. Bridging up into the 70s with a high of 80 on Tuesday. And then mm, another cold front's going to come through. Cold front. I say cold front. It's going to be uh, mid to high 60s again. And then it'll <laughs> come back up to the 80s throughout the week steadily. So yeah. Nice. Other than that, uh, how's your week been? My week's been all right. I uh, had a pretty big test that I was working towards all week. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> hey, what's up? <laughs> Looks like Caleb's here. Targle. Uh. Woo! Everything's scuffed for some reason. Discord's broken. Discord's looks like, broken. Looks like we're gonna have to swap to the Carl view. <laughs> this Discord is broke. Alright. If you... I think if it's just... If you go to full screen, it'll... Yeah. The, oh, like, Caleb's option won't work. Caleb's a god. Caleb is a god. What would we do without Caleb? We were falling apart out here for five minutes. 
real. Really just tripping over everything that we were saying and just, it was turning into a, an absolute mess. Alright, honestly, we need you to clean it up. Um, so, Caleb, how's your week been? Uh, yeah, it's been fine. Forgot it was Saturday. Mm hmm. I didn't, but I was still asleep until 8.45 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> How'd that happen? The test that I was just talking about ruined me. Mm. Yeah, I remember. You were up uh, all night? I was up all night last night. Not because yeah. the test was over at that point, but... That was the uh, sweet release... Yeah, I had to get that Ballarbant gameplay in <laughs> last night. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, man. Meanwhile, my internet went out at 1030. Yikes. So I could have been on that Ballarbant grind with you. But no. Okay, Ballarbant makes me grieved. Yeah. Can't play too uh, long at a time. For sure. I have no idea how you played it for that long. I didn't play it all night. Mm. Dang, Caleb, I bet you feel kind of left out. Uh, of what? You don't have a Hydro Flask. Yeah, just left out. <laughs> Damn, I'm jealous. I wish my Hydro Flask was yellow like that. <laughs> you got a Dickies glass. Yeah. Dickie's souvenir cup. <laughs> no, ain't nothing like it. Mm -mm. Well, I'm gonna propose a challenge to the chat room tonight. Oh, first person to post Among Us cock in our chat tonight, it's timed out. <laughs> your prize. That's your prize. Race, All race right. to post it. Uh, now we just watch and wait. <laughs> be the, that'll be the whole episode. Yeah, we'll just wait. Five minutes later. Oh, looks like uh, Spooks has been timed out. <laughs> yeah, dude. We're Spooks when you need them. Yeah. <laughs> I've been wanting to get a large group in a Discord call and just like Oh, yeah, Bone was telling me that. Oh, yeah. We were making that noise on the mic <laughs> the other day, and he was like, we should get everybody to do that at the same time. I think it would be amazing, if personally. Get, if we get a four-man in Valorant, just all yeah. four of us go into the game chat doing that. <laughs> the one do other dude will probably just quit. Yeah, let's just test run that real quick. I want to hear what it sounds like. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I'm gonna opt out. Your mic stopped picking up, anyways. I know your mic. Yeah, I was doing it super quietly. Oh, I see. Because I got embarrassed. Why does it get embarrassed? That was a lie. I get <laughs> my cheeks get red. I mean, <laughs> that's embarrassed. Luckily, you can't see how red my cheeks get on like a 360p camera so i always look better in 360p 
not 4K. Interesting flex. <laughs> I always look better out of focus. Anyways. Talk space. Give us the big SpaceX news, Blaine. Huge SpaceX news. Um, SpaceX got... Uh, uh, they were chosen, so... NASA's doing their Artemis mission, right? I've talked about it. They're going to the moon. Woo! 2024. Going to the moon by 2024, apparently. And so they hadn't chosen... They narrowed it down, but they hadn't chosen a specific uh, company because they're going to... They haven't chosen a, like, a company to contract out to for their for their lander, which is pretty important. Um, it was narrowed down to... Uh, <clears throat> SpaceX, I believe, Boeing, and then some smaller company. I'll have to look it up real quick. Uh, but, yeah, SpaceX got chosen for the, the Lunar Lander. I remember watching videos about which one was the... I don't, I don't know, about the, the different options that each one was offering. So, uh, let's see. But, yeah, it's a, it's a big thing. Um, hmm. So they're going to be using their uh, starship that they've been testing with the uh, intent of it being fully operational by 2024, obviously. Uh, but it's good that they want it because it's $2.9 billion, which is really helpful for the development of starship. And honestly, it's... It's kind of nice because it's gonna like it's gonna pay dividends in the future. It's more of a business investment than like a uh, a product investment, where it's like this thing is just going to the moon. It is just the lander for the for this, you know. Uh, yeah. Gonna, like after the, after Starship's developed, it's gonna be going to Mars and stuff like that. So yeah, SpaceX. So let's see, who was it? Um, the R&D value alone of an entirely crewed flight landing on a you know external body and then launching mm -hmm. again yeah oh sorry I, I was I misspoke it was not Boeing um, it was Blue Origin it's the Jeff Bezos company so SpaceX, Blue Origin, and Dynetics, another defense contractor. <clears throat> and the Blue Origin, they haven't really, like, Blue Origin hasn't even gotten, uh, their, their space company hasn't even gotten into orbit around the Earth yet. Um, which I know isn't really necessary for, for, uh, the contract, but I mean that it's pretty easy to compare Blue Origin to SpaceX, and when you do, it's like one is way ahead of the other. Yeah, I mean SpaceX has already got crewed flights under their belt as well. Yeah, and well, does Blue Origin have any of that? More than crewed flights, it's it's like they have they have orbital data from satellites that they're putting out almost monthly, week. Almost weekly, honestly. Like, they're launching Starlink satellites 
practically weekly. It, yeah, it seems like every pretty impressive. Time, yeah, every single time we talk about the podcast, there we talk on the podcast about this. There's like Starlink satellites coming up and up and up, and then there's another um, Crew Dragon, or I guess yeah, Crew Dragon. Whatever they, they're going to the they they secured another NASA contract to take people to the ISS again. So that's good. Um, so yeah, they have a lot of data. Like Blue Origin doesn't really have any of that. They're kind of operating in the dark. And considering it's a business, it's not like they're going to share. You know, it's not like a government thing where it's like, we're all in this together. Um, yeah. I wonder how Russia feels about the uh, monopoly that Soyuz has on, you know, transporting to the ISS and back. What do they feel about that being lost to, you know, U.S. contractors? I mean, I think it's a cool thing. Uh, in yeah, I prefer it being you know a U.S. thing. I yeah, don't know why? Uh, it's just patriotism. <laughs> like it's the this is the only form of patriotism I feel honestly. Sometimes yeah, pretty much for me. It's like oh, look at that SpaceX. But um, it's really cool that it's moved into the corporate field because I think that's where the most progress is going to be made. Because yeah, you're, I mean, you're not going to get another space race like what we had in the. 60s and cold war era but you do have two of the richest men in the world (laughs) yeah at least we have an inter uh not international but like a national space race Mm -hmm. within the u.s one one country we don't talk about a lot is china their kind of space race might happen with china and the united states the Keep in mind, the United States isn't going to be launching the vessels. It'll be more like the United States is giving contracts out to the, you know, the companies that, like SpaceX and Boeing and Blue Origin and Lockheed Martin. And, um, but yeah, China, we kind of, we kind of hoed them out of the ISS when it was first built. Um, there, there were some pretty good reasons, but honestly, it was, it was kind of like, we don't like them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so and so it was basically just the United States that blocked China from working on the international space station. Um, but whatever. So yeah, they're kind of pissed at us. They're building their own inter- they're building their own space station. Uh, some of it's already up. I don't know if I've talked about that here. I don't know much about it, but yeah. And their their space program is evolving at a rapid pace. I mean, like, very quick. I've seen that they're. I've seen some launches. You know, mentions of their launches, but I've never really kept tabs on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody, nobody is. Yeah, not That'll as exciting. <laughs> they're they're trying to be the first people to. What is it? I think they want to be the first people to go to Mars. Really? I think they're competing with SpaceX in that field. Hmm. I don't know if they have the same ETA as SpaceX, but that's it's pretty surprising. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess it makes sense now. Like, there was a space race for the moon in the 60s. Now there's going to be a space race for Mars. Yeah, in except... In the 20, 20s, 30s. There's not really any profit incentive for it. Yeah. I mean, at this point, it's probably just like, 
you know, a national pride and like the uh, yeah, the, I can see that for China. Yeah, yeah, they're they're very big on that. I think, or at least that's all I see. Honestly, um, they I feel like they care a lot about their image. Um, but yeah, I don't really know what kind of what kind of incentive there is to go to Mars. I understand a moon base better than a Mars base. <laughs> yeah, Mars is more like it seems the seems more like trying to make it habitable or like have habitable space yeah. on Mars. The thing which about seems it, pretty futurology type thing. Mm -hmm. The thing about it is like I don't doubt Elon can do it. Um, I actually think he can do it. But, like, he wants a civilization of about a million people by, like, 2050. Yeah. And the thing about, just thinking about it, um, I, I don't really, like, I can stay indoors. Lock, lockdown showed that I can. I just don't like it. <laughs> um... But that's kind of what it would be like, you know, all the time. Yeah. For them. I mean, I don't even know, like, and why does he want to do that? Because he's a businessman, right? But there's, like, zero profit right. to be made on the, on Mars, right? Right. Unless he's having people mine for iron and sending back somehow <laughs> and making money off of that. But He's going to send all the slaves that are making his batteries. <laughs> oh, man. It'd be like Warhammer 40k. Yeah. I, I guess, I don't know, like... I could see him just being like eccentric, but be something pretty eccentric to do, even if he has the, like the spare, you know, cash for it. The way he's described it, and this is just like through public speeches, so I don't actually know if this is what he really wants to do, but the way he described it is I tried, I, I really, really tried going green, pushing the green initiative for, for Earth, trying to save Earth. Mm hmm. But he just doesn't see a way of it happening. And so he's just like... I, you know... I guess we gotta go to Mars. <laughs> yeah. We gotta, we gotta figure out a way to get off this rock before it... Uh, we self-implode. Honestly... I think the whole Mars thing... Is more of a hype... Train... That he's going to use because Starship is also going to be used as a transportation vessel around Earth. If you didn't know. Oh, it's going to be used like as like to suborbital missions to get around Earth? Yeah, not just missions, like commercial. Right. His vision is like Starships going around, like you could get to the other side of the world in not much half, half the time, if not more, or if not less than. Or, or, you know, a commercial airline. Yeah. That's interesting. Never heard of that. So, yeah. <laughs> For real. Makes sense, I guess. But, I, man. I mean, how much would a ticket cost for that? I guess, well, you wouldn't even need the... Well, I don't know, actually. Would you need the the heavy booster to just do a suborbital mission? Or you could probably just do the... I don't think so. I don't think you'd need just, that. Just the, like, top stage starship? 
I'm not sure. I mean, yeah, um, it's hard to like, hard to say right now, but yeah, I guess I don't know. It's weird. Um, you got to think like in terms of commercial use, how much that's gonna be destroying the environment. Yeah, <laughs> if, you're, well, if you're gonna be launching to, a whole fucking fleet, doesn't he want to make them? He he wants to make them carbon neutral, doesn't he? Like, that's one of the goal, goals for Starship. Because he wants to be able to take carbon and scrub it out of the air to make methane. You know what I mean? Yeah. What is that? I mean, Le, the Lavoisier pro, or something yeah. process? Yeah, but, he wants to do that. I don't know uh, how feasible that is. Uh, I've heard of that. It's just like... Kind of... Well... Yeah, I don't know. I, I, don't I know, know that I've heard it said that that's one of his goals, but I don't know how much truth there is to that, really. From what I've heard of the process, it's extremely slow. Yeah, it seems slow and, like, inefficient. Because it has to have, like, super high temperatures. Or not super high, yeah. but relatively high. Yeah, so... The I don't Sabaji see it where... I can understand it being necessary on Mars, but... Yeah, on like, Earth, on Mars, I mean... Yeah. I don't know. But, but let's see. Yeah, that'd be pretty bad on the environment, I guess. Mm -hmm. Just the inefficiency that it that it takes to get something into orbit in the first place. Yeah. Cuz like rockets aren't very efficient, right? Usually. Cuz the weight of the fuel, you know. Yeah. I mean, like just just thinking about it, to for me, it thinks it feels like it'd be way less efficient than an airplane, but it's not exactly utilizing aerodynamics. So yeah, or well, I I don't know actually. I really don't know. I'm in over my head on this one. You'd really technically you'd really only need to get into orbit, and then it'd be like you'd be able to cut it off. Yeah, yeah. Deorbit. Get your, your deorbit into the flop that they're doing and then they kick the engines on for like a couple of seconds for landing yeah uh, so i don't actually I, I don't actually know what it's really is. just the burn into the trajectory and then the yeah. landing burn that's it i don't actually know what his uh what the i guess environmental impact works out to be because i mean you know, you got a jet going constantly. Right, yeah. But at cruising altitude, it's like nothing. Yeah, I mean, I guess what would you use even to to quantify the uh, impact of a rocket engine's exhaust gases? I guess just the exhaust gases themselves. Yeah. Like, you, you could, you could uh, whatchamacallit, you could do the math on how the chemistry works out mm -hmm. for CO2 and whatever. Yeah. Because what are they bearing? Methane and oxygen, so it's just going to be carbon dioxide. Methalox. Um, I don't actually know what the reaction's going to be. And maybe some water, I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess it might. I don't know. What is the combustion of methane? CH4 and O2. Surely there's some water, right? Let's see. Yeah, oh well. Um... But at the same time... Yeah, one CO2 and two oxygen, or two water per okay. carbon dioxide, or yeah. 
for methane. But I don't even think it holds as many people as <laughs> 747. Yeah, no. Well, I doubt. I wonder. So. I mean, I wonder if it's just going to be like rich people travel, you know? Probably. Like, or if they're going to do like cargo and stuff. See. Who knows? Yeah, because because he got the tunnel opened up underneath, you know, California. Mm-hmm. That's operational, but it seems like it's only used for Tesla vehicles. Right. And yeah. wait, I mean, understandably so. But also, I don't, I don't know if anyone uses it. It doesn't seem very. I've I haven't it, heard anything about it in the past like year. <laughs> yeah, it's like it just seemed like a a publicity stunt. I don't understand. Yeah, because the big like bucks, the... the big bucks is going to be Starlink. It's going to be um, any contract he does with NASA. Uh, I mean, obviously he got two point nine billion. I don't know if that's even a lot for him at this point. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. And then he's got like Tesla. He's got to keep doing Tesla. Yeah. But... How much of that two point nine billion is going to go to just pure R and D? to get the starship onto the moon you know? probably all of it probably most of it yeah, yeah. <laughs> the vast majority mm-hmm. i'm just glad that there's somebody you know who's really like taking i don't know it, it almost seems i don't know the economics of it but like at least I'm, I'm glad that there's some billionaire out there who's really heavily investing into uh you know space mm-hmm. and you know, vehicles for that. Yeah. Because we've already got the SLS from NASA, but I guess we're having the space, having the Starship full stack work in tandem with that, you know? Yeah. It's kind of cool. It It's going to be really cool, I think. Um, honestly, NASA might even be absorbed by SpaceX if it comes to it. <laughs> NASA is going to not not really, but NASA is going to end up just being like overshadowed. Focused. Oh, completely. I guess yeah. it kind of will be soon if you know Elon Musk gets the fucking get Starship really going. Mm-hmm. But from what I've heard, it's more of NASA's NASA is the one that does R and D for like science. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't don't think Elon Musk is very involved in, very interested in scientific exploration. Definitely a company. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just, I guess, I don't know. I I can see a lot more contracts in the future between uh, NASA and SpaceX, though, for various things. I mean, whatever they may be, future Mm -hmm. missions. Like, oh, you're heading to Mars? Okay, let me strap this doohickey on your yeah yeah let me give you this thermometer like in Kerbal space program <laughs> just stick it on that aluminum pipe um it's actually stainless steel i'm sorry yeah come on Blaine. uh but yeah that's space have you seen the one more thing have you seen the uh thermal like shielding that they put on the starships the like hexagon plates Yes. That just looks cool. I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I don't even know why, but it just like, it like looks a, like a cool... There's like a little bit of space in between. Yeah, them. yeah. Yeah. They're like ceramics, right? Yeah, some kind of ceramic type stuff. Probably, I mean, probably just like... Oh, probably, uh, what's it called? What's it called? Uh, 
What's the stuff that is like a... It's like a frozen... Uh, <laughs> um, what is it called? It's a, like a silica gel. Aerogel. Oh, yeah. I think they put aerogel in like, really? space uh, thermal. Yeah, because of how good it is at... Uh, at what do we call it? Um, God, I can't think. My brain's broken. Well, I mean, I understand that aerogel would be good because it has like a very good, like it, it creates a really nice barrier, yeah, barrier and it's yeah. also like super light. I think it's like a light mixture. Air. It's a very strange mixture of like ceramic. It's like a ceramic plate that they put aerogel in or something. Mm. Uh, all I know is they space it. They have to space it so precise that because on re-entry, um, they're going to heat up, expand, and oh, you don't right. want them to pop off. Yeah. But if you make the spaces too large, it's just that there's not right. going to have any here. It's It'll just one. get in and not block anything. All that heat. Kind of crazy stuff. Um, yeah. As for Starlink, I think they'll be... I think they'll be up pretty soon. Let me check myself on that. I know there's this guy on YouTube who who got a Starlink out, like oh, like the uh, the dish, mm -hmm. and he's been like, I guess posting about how how good it is. Hmm. Hmm. I think. Wait. I think I might have seen. Linus Tech Tips got his hands on like a like one of the receivers or something. I can't remember if it was him though. It's become a SpaceX hour. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I it's technically already up. Like the the network. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, how many do they have up there now? It's 60 per launch, and they've been doing so many launches. Yeah. Let's see. Um... It's kind of interesting how hard it is to find. Uh... They're going to launch 42,000 of them. Really? Yeah. They don't, probably don't have like 500 up right now. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I don't know. I'll find it later. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, what's uh, what's next on the uh, the script? I'm done with my part. It's act three. What does the script say, Blaine? Yeah, Blaine, mm -hmm. can you read the script? I didn't print mine off. Um, God. Oh, shoot. This is where um, Andrew talks about Hollow Knight. <laughs> yeah okay uh last week i talked about my steel soul hollow knight playthrough um 
I think I finished it by last time. You'd finished it, but you didn't 100% it. I don't. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. You you 100%ed it. You just didn't. Um, my next endeavor. Was... My next endeavor in Hollow Knight mm -hmm. is the only thing. The only thing that I haven't done in the game ever, in any capacity, and that's the final gauntlet. Um, in the game where you just battle. Every single boss throughout the game, back to back to back, like 40 something in a row. And it's going to be miserable, and it's going to take me forever. Mm-hmm. And... I'm you got to be really focused to, to fight those bosses. I'm not looking forward to it. Yeah. But <laughs> I want to complete that. I've also never done Mr. Mushroom, but that's not hard. I'll do that first. Mr. Mushroom? Yeah, Mr. Mushroom. <laughs> Is that the guy? Some guy in the fungal wastes? Uh, he's he's everywhere. <laughs> oh, really? And nowhere. Whoa. Yeah, that's my plan for that. I also plan to continue finishing my Pokemon Black and White playthrough. Mm -hmm. I started a long time ago. Um. New Pokemon Snap comes out in two weeks. Cool. Mm, yeah. Are you gonna get it? No. You plan on no? <laughs> I don't want to spend the money on that. Fair these enough. These days, I, I think we concluded when it came out that like it's really cool looking, but it, I don't know if it's worth the price point. I played the original. I don't need to play a remake of that. I know what it's gonna be like. Yeah. I'm glad children these days will get to experience. That, that same energy that mm -hmm. we got to experience as children. Yeah. The most, like, vibing Pokemon game you could possibly play, so. Yeah. On that note, like, I feel bad for kids these days, you know? At yeah. least kids of the future for video games. Like, I agree. the culture of the market of video games and, like, making them. I don't know, I feel like you have to play some indie game or something to actually, like managed to really get like an old kind of experience i don't know they just make, don't make them like they used to you know they're all I, ea and i was projections and stuff i was actually just gonna say i feel like we've gotten uh a little jaded to uh to games like just because we've seen the same format so often yeah and if a kid comes in and they see the format for the first time, even if it's our, you know, sixth or seventh time seeing it, that's still their first time seeing it, which still makes that game for them one of the coolest games that they'll ever play. Even, oh, if, yeah. it, even if it might not be the best of the six that we've seen along the way, you know? Yeah, I think that is so, true. So I don't I don't know if it's like, I, I don't feel bad for him, you know? <laughs> it, yeah. They're still gonna have. They're still gonna have the same types of experiences. I don't know if. Uh... Well, it's just like I don't know. There's something about like you like. I don't know. It used to be you. You wouldn't hear about a game until you were like walking through GameStop or something, and you saw it, and you're like, "Hey, it looks good." A PGA gol a golf PGA Tour <laughs> 2005. That looks like a pretty good, fun game. Yeah. Nowadays, you like a game gets released, and then everybody's talking about it for like a week. And then it kind of cools down, fizzles out for the next year while they're still developing it. And it comes out, and it's like not as good as everybody thought. 
And then for the next like five years, people are making videos and shit about it, and everybody's talking about how bad it was. It's like I don't understand. I don't know. I just don't get it. It's like nobody nobody can enjoy games anymore. It almost feels like there's always somebody to say something bad about a game or. I would go to Walmart to shop with my mom, <laughs> and we'd be walking through the main fucking aisle. And there'd just be that, like, giant... You know those bins with, like, bouncy balls in them? Mm -hmm. There'd be just bins in the middle of the aisle like that. That's just piled up shitty games. This is, like, 2008, maybe. Yeah. And i just, like, dive through that, find a game <laughs> for my DS, even if it's just some shitty game. And I'd be so excited for it. And no one ever made a video on those games. No one gave a shit about those games. Yeah, no. But I you found to make a way to make, own I found a way to make them fun. I see that. I see that. Um, my question to you is: You said how this was. You said this was like 2008. Mm -hmm. So you were pretty young. You weren't even like. Yeah, I was still, you know, excited about the world. Yeah, so, I th I still think like the eight year olds and the ten year olds, they aren't gonna do their research before buying a game. I mean, I what think, are they all yeah, doing these days? They're all on YouTube all on watching YouTube. videos. Yeah. Okay, maybe they're, all, I, they're all on TikTok. Uh, maybe TikTok. I haven't been that. I don't know. I haven't talked to an eight-year-old in kids, a very long time. Kids these days start watching YouTube at two years old. Yeah, they, like they you, stick you them in front of the that, iPad right? and then they watch Ryan's World for eighteen years and then they yeah they kick it off and start watching Wheel of Fortune, or whatever. <laughs> Nobody watches Wheel of Fortune these days. That's what's wrong with the world. Uh, I watch Wheel of Fortune almost every My Wednesday. My man. Almost every Wednesday? Yep. Every Walkie's Wednesday, whenever Simple wow. Flips gives up on Mario Maker and plays Wheel of Fortune instead, I watch. <laughs> I, don't well, know what, I don't know what it is, but it's like, I feel like kids are missing out. They're getting, they're getting, uh... There's no mystery anymore. Yeah. There's no mystery Yeah, I guess anymore. so. Everything True. is known and everything is analyzed publicly, mm -hmm. criticized publicly. At least you can... At least... I'm trying to find a good... a positive to this. I, I feel like at least you can say, like... I really just... I just don't feel like there is anymore. Like, games, I just don't know. It's just the world has changed so much that... Publicity that, I mean, for games is greater. Yeah. More people can know about... I, I think... Marketing is easier with social media. Oh sure. yeah, definitely. Gaming has only grown. Yeah, I mean. Oh yeah, and that's a good thing. Huge. And, but like, all, but, and the thing is, all the games that kids are gonna be playing, like multiplayer games, you know, couch co-op doesn't exist anymore. Hey, that I miss everything that. is online. Yeah, it, all the online games are all like competitive games that just make people angry, <laughs> and all these kids have grown up on those, molding, and you know, just growing up being mauled. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. it kind of sucks like uh, it does suck. i mean well, see, sure, i guess i grew up on those games too we, but they're like they were different we grew up on COD i didn't and halo i didn't because I, my I, internet I guess, was yeah that's so yeah for you so it's different you're looking at a person that didn't get mauled at a video game from people that <laughs> didn't weren't in the same room as him until he got to college so like That's... if I got mad, at, I remember my brother punched me in the face over a Wii game. Oh my god! <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's what. That's what's that's wrong what, with video yeah, games these days. Yeah, that's what we're days. missing these days, dude. I I would I'd be I'd be fine playing like competitive games with people that I knew in real life. But like, you go in and out of every single game, 
with a new type, like a, a completely new person. Yeah. And so you have no like emotional investment. You have no attachment. Yeah. And so yeah. that's why everybody's so toxic these in games these days. Uh-huh. And so these kids are growing up in that environment, and it's like that's going to shape them for the rest of their lives. And maybe My... I'm like blown out of proportion, but it <laughs> seems like pretty bad to no, me. No, I mean it. It definitely rough. cements some toxic traits. I my favorite thing is going into a Rocket League game. I start getting beat. They start getting toxic. I say nice things to them, and they respond very nicely. It's like yeah. it's like I break them out of like the cycle. Maybe, that maybe they we should we should break the wheel. Yeah, should, I, should, I should stop should getting a, so mauled. A Chino's YouTube series unrelated to the podcast where trying trying to snap try to, people out. We turn people's <laughs> lives around. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, back to the where <laughs> my brother punched me in the face. I made a I made a a me character uh made it a f- so we both had characters right my, my brother's name is landon i made a me character for him that was a woman i ma- tried to make her like as physically unattractive as possible and named her landon's wife and he was young at the time so he took great offense to this <laughs> and he was like dude delete that and i was like no <laughs> so he like punched me in the face uh it was yeah, that was funny. That was the good old days, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, I... After games stopped doing that, like, in, like, 2016, because Black Ops 2... Playing Black Ops 2 split-screen with, you know, my brother and uh, Spooks as a kid growing up was probably the best summer, I think, we've ever had that's a that's a bold statement but in terms of video games black up the black ops 2 summer of like 2015 2016 i don't actually know 2015 14 something like that um best summer ever couldn't even play online still great the only time i actually saw online gaming was when i went over to spooks's house and we and we watched in next uh, door where the internet wasn't bad yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally that's next also door. the year it was for him yeah. <laughs> for some reason just trees i guess yeah and we'd play in his and he'd we'd we'd watch him because they'd just be single player multiplayer you know single player games that were multiplayer because right, we couldn't yeah. play along in in the attic it was like 90 degrees up there um but yeah it's like titanfall overwatch that's when all those games started coming out <clears throat> I think my I'm not going to say my fondest memory but one that sticks out to me that was around the same era as that maybe a year before that mm-hmm. uh, was based on online video game content that I watch I watched Hobuscus play <laughs> Terraria Yo. and play Minecraft modded minecraft in like 2013 or 14 and so i being the conniving kid who you know stole his friend's credit card once and you know (laughs) got banned from xbox twice uh i decided i want to play terraria and minecraft so i found ways without paying for them because i was a broke middle schooler to play terraria and play minecraft and uh i would spend hours and hours throughout the night 
I don't know if my parents knew I was awake or not, but I would play Terraria like from sundown to sundown. Oh my god. <laughs> and there was one time when I was, I think it was the first time I ever defeated the Wall of Flesh ever. And it was, I was playing and as I was fighting him, I hear knocks on the front door of our house. It's like five in the morning, maybe four in the morning. And I'm like, what the fuck? And my mom comes out, opens the door. Okay, the, the door, there's knocks on the door. Their master bedroom was on the opposite side of the house. She knew mm -hmm. that whoever was at the door was coming at four in the fucking morning. And I was like, kind of sussy, dude. <laughs> and she opens Very the door true. and like five high schoolers come in. And I realize it's my brother's freshman wake up. Oh, shit. That's cool. <laughs> I was awake. That's really cool. I was awake just in the house office. Healing the wall of flesh for the first time. <laughs> it's pitch blackout, oh. and there's a bunch of high school band kids standing right outside the glass door. I could just see <laughs> me sitting in there, like, peering around, like, what's going on? That's, yeah. that's dope. It's a, it's a nice gaming memory. But yeah, it, I don't know. I feel I like think... kids these days, I don't know what their kind of memories of video games are even like yeah what's it gonna be like you hit a triple flip reset in rocket league maybe we should bring a kid on kid on the podcast uh, do you guys know any kids uh no, they really. have to be older <laughs> than 13 i think otherwise youtube yeah will be that weird. is true youtube will be weird about it mm. um but i feel like we're still a little too young to be to be trying to analyze the difference sure the differences, the, the stages are so quick, though, to be different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been going fast. Since, like, uh, 2010 or so, I feel like but, the video game environment death spiral has started. Yeah. But at the same time, although my environment was different than you guys, I still am a younger gamer. I don't think I've been gaming as long as you guys, true, if that makes yeah. sense. Well, that's the thing. Your, your like, your video game childhood memories at least like how long have you been playing games on like consoles and stuff at home you know like what was your first console let's say a wii yeah okay that's like what was that like when did you get it like late late oddies like oh nine uh you know six i probably got it in 2010 wow yeah yeah and was that like your first gaming experiences yeah at least see that's the thing wii games and like the wii in general free that's like i think that's top tier gaming you know honestly like honestly i mean like you got at, mario at least Kart, as, far as, like, as far as wholesome gaming and yeah yeah that's like goes. the best way to create childhood memories on a yeah. on a console yeah i mean i know if i'm gonna get my you know kids a console when they grow up it's gonna be nintendo it's hmm. got to be a Nintendo straight off the bat. I don't know if the SNES. Yeah. <laughs> get him an N64. Every two years, you give him a new one until you get to the modern age. <laughs> yeah. We skipped the Wii U, though. <laughs> there's, like, there's some good games on the Wii U, but they basically all got remade for Switch at this point. So. Mm -hmm. 
but yeah, Mario Kart, Mario and Sonic at the at the any Olympic Games. Um, <clears throat> what else was there? There was uh, we had the balance board, so we did we fit we sports resort we sports mm -hmm. obviously we sports is a god tier game yeah we sports resort was fun because you had the obstacle course with the we balance board mm. you like step on the balance board to, to go faster you like <laughs> shift your weight and you can jump uh it was so cool um yeah yeah good old days i got an xbox 360 the same year the xbox one came out hmm. yeah I don't know. I, I remember I had a. I don't remember my first console. I guess it must have been maybe PS2. I don't know. But I remember playing a lot of PS2 games as a kid. Well, technically. Sorry. Technically, my first console was a PS1, but that was my dad's and we never played it. Um, oh. But yeah. Um, PS1, right? PS1 is the one with wired controllers. PS2, uh, PS2 well. and one. Mm. PS1 was just a little gray box like this big, and a disc mm -hmm. goes in the top. Yeah, top like really light gray. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what that's what it is. Mm -hmm. PS1. And he had Gran Turismo. That that actually that was some good memories. But we we like I said we hardly played it, um, mm. because I was bad at racing games. Shockingly, as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't understand a racing line. <laughs> Pitiful. I was a fool. I, oh I, yeah, I had a Gran Turismo game on my PS2, and that was some fun alone. Like you made do with what you had as a kid, and I had Gran Turismo, and I, mean, I, I was lucky to have Gran Turismo. Like, yeah. I'm glad that my parents picked that <laughs> game out. You know, because like uh, I have fond memories of like you could choose any car you wanted, really, mm -hmm. like of any like caliber of car. There was like. There was like shitty, shitty clapped out trucks all the way up to like race cars. And yeah. my, one of my fondest memories was like <laughs> bombing like a, a Ram 2500 around a racetrack. <laughs> that was pretty fun. Going back, because I just thought of this, going back to that whole Minecraft craze, I think the whole thing about Minecraft is like when you're a kid, like up until about 12, I'd say, your imagination is so crazy that. My I, I, I Minecraft was magical to me. Oh yeah, Minecraft like, was a game changer. As far as like, games, now it's more of like I want to create like art with it, like out you know with my buildings and stuff. But mm -hmm. but but before it was like like my imagination was limitless for that game. Yeah. Sometimes I hard, I I find I have a hard time getting creative with it. But I was back always... then I. I always played too linear of games. Mm -hmm. I, growing up, always played games for the story, literally, to experience the story. That's why I'm really against spoilers and stuff these days, I think. Um, but yeah, in Minecraft, I am there for the achievement, and I'm there for survival. Mm. I'm not a huge builder kind of person, because I just like to achieve great things. And then once I have nothing, like, non-tangible left to do, and I have to start building to, like, keep going, I normally quit for a while. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's kind of how it goes for me. More about the, uh, making the a initial story grind. out of it. Yeah. Well, nowadays, it's like, 
we can get we can beat the game pretty quickly. Give us like we still haven't finished a hardcore as a group. Okay, yeah, well that's true. different, right? I can't seem to go two Yo, steps without dying. You guys we gotta do a three-man speed run. You guys watched me do the Hollow Knight hardcore recently. We could all do Minecraft mm. hardcore. Hollow Knight's oh, way fucking true. harder than Minecraft is tonight. <laughs> that's true. I need to get in there and get some training in though. Yeah, dude, we gotta we gotta get you trained up in Minecraft. <laughs> Start doing like PVP stuff. PBM <laughs> yeah. training. No, it's more of I'm mining in a shaft and then just get just, blown up by. A there's a one by one hole that leads down to thirty blocks. <laughs> Four creepers inside of it. Um, yeah. I was gonna bring this up earlier. His blame was like, actually, my first console was the PS One. So my first console at home was the N64, and it was fucking great. We played Mario Kart, we played fucking uh, DK64, we played fucking all the Zelda games, the two Zelda games that came out on it, but my neighbor across the street, Eric, had a PS1, mm -hmm. and we played Grand Theft Auto on it. Ooh. I was four. <laughs> he was like six. Well, like Grand Theft Auto 2? Whatever was on PS1, yeah. And there were strip clubs in there, and he loved to wow. go to them. <laughs> classic, classic. Pretty sure I learned what porn was from this kid when I was four oh years God. old. Jeez. I do remember, he taught me the word gay. Of course four. he did. And you, wow. know, you know what I interpreted it as? Mm. If you were gay, it meant you walked around without pants on. <laughs> That's like, a gay person doesn't wear pants. That's oh, what man. I thought when I was four. To be a kid again. And whenever I told him, because he played all these weird, like, shooter games, and I was like, what the hell? That's not fantasy. It's not what I like. It's not what I know. And I was like, I play Zelda. He's like, no, Zelda's gay. And I was like, what? And I was like, I guess it's because he wears the tunic and, like, doesn't have real pants. <laughs> he doesn't have pants on. He makes you... He's gay. <laughs> he must be gay. That must be what he means. <laughs> but no, there was That's... also the thing I wanted to say. I went to the dentist once as a kid. In the dentist office in the corner was a PS2 and a TV in the waiting room. You know how like oh, at doctor's offices they have like those like weird spirally like fit abacus toys for yeah. kids, you know? This is what they had at this dentist office. And you know what game was on that PS2? Mm. The fucking that's awesome Spider-Man game. Oh, oh like Spider-Man really? 2 or whatever for PS2. Yeah. Yeah, it was so fun. I can't even describe <laughs> how fucking cool flying around in that game was as Spider-Man. Like, fucking... Was that the waiting room or was that like actually when you were getting your teeth cleaned, you were like, oh, it was like in the playing the... <laughs> that <laughs> Dude, would be dope. CRT mounted to the fucking Dude, <laughs> but With how jaw-droppingly awesome the game was, I wouldn't be surprised if it was in the actual like room. Uh, yeah, Doc's shit. playing it by himself. Holy shit, it probably looked awful, but it looked so good to me at the time. Yeah. Like, that game Graphics was don't awesome. matter in games. That yeah, game I'm, of so same, cool. I'm of the same um, idea of that. Like, people always say, oh yeah, I played this old game that I really liked as a kid, but it, the magic wasn't there because it didn't... Like, I was, I'm always like, it's more if... Like, it's the mechanics. It's about the fluidity of the mechanics. Mm -hmm. That's how it transports you in. That's Absolutely. why people it's, like Mario. It's, yeah, it's, it's a 2D platformer, like... You know, it's not it's not good graphics. It's just fun. Like it's a fun yeah. game, yeah. fun little yeah. platformer. It's more but, if I can't get absorbed like I used to, you know. But I usually can. I usually have like the same uh, 
I was gonna say graphics in my head, but like an imagination. Yeah. <laughs> you know? like, I can I can port myself back in time how I'm playing an old video game. Uh, <clears throat> I have an appreciation for games without like modern technology the yeah. graphics. I feel like something happened in games and they try to make them these days all like super expansive you know full of mechanics and full of like gameplay and like huge worlds to explore always i think it's because of skyrim eh. i don't know maybe not skyrim or maybe like... i mean like because like the elder scrolls occupied a specific like genre mm -hmm. but nowadays it feels like that genre has kind of like i don't know everything everything just feels more expansive and i feel like the era of the simple game is kind of gone you know it's like everything has to be rpg you know? yeah like kind of well, yeah like, like open world for some reason. open yeah, world open rpg world, yeah. like yeah triple yeah, triple a titles can't get away with being you know simpler really well that's the, really like annoying. even the new call of duty that's coming out it's not like a story based like oh we're dropping you into missions now it's like it's like a battle royale at this point yeah pretty much and you know kind of. i like the uh like first two Call of Duties, I really did. They were like fun. The story was like good, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think all the way up to like COD Six, stories are good. Yeah, like everything up to World at War is good, in my opinion, story wise. Modern Warfare Two is like fine. Black Ops. I like. I like the Black Ops, Black Ops Two story. story. I like the. I, I'm sorry. I, I can't say anything about older Call of Duty, but oh, Black yeah. Ops Two was. It had a good story. Black Ops Three did fun. not. Black Ops Three did Is not. Is Black Ops Two the one where you ride horses at some point? Yeah. Yeah, that was an alright game. And you get in, interrogated and by like. Bo One was East sick. People, I... like. Bo One was just awesome all around. What a good. You know, you know what I also miss about being a kid, because like this isn't a thing for like you know, being an adult gamer. But I miss like gasping to go to somebody's house and like play a game with them on their different console they had. Mm -hmm. You know, like somebody else might have a GameCube and I have a PS2. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, oh, I want to, I want to play on that GameCube so bad, <laughs> holy shit, or like whatever they have, you know? Yeah. That's why, Caleb. That's why every time time I went over to your house as a kid, I was like just i i would be fine with just sitting in a chair next to you while you played your games really <laughs> on your computer yeah yeah i do remember that john you guys remember john yeah uh, hill broken hand no, no, no. Uh, john cox oh, uh, yeah. oh yes. he, he, li he yes. lived in blaine and i's neighborhood oh my and... he, he would walk to my house about a half mile a half mile down the road and just knock yeah. on the door like yeah and he was. I had a PS3 at the time, and I had a NASCAR game, NASCAR mm -hmm. 2011, the game. That's the official title. Has the game in the name. <laughs> the game, the game. <laughs> and he would. That was. He wanted to play that game anytime he came into my house. He'd like come and knock on my door after school and be like, 
hey, uh, you want to play some NASCAR? <laughs> I'll be like, all right, yeah, sure. Let's play, Inviting let's play to play games at your own house. <laughs> yeah. I can't say no because you just walked 20 minutes to get to your house. <laughs> yeah. well, one day I was like, I was like, no, man, I can't right now. I have to go somewhere. He's like, oh, come on, man. Let's just play some NASCAR. And he was like, and he, I was like, no, man, you just got to go home. He's like, man, I, I don't know. I saw some big birds out there. They might hurt me. <laughs> like, that's the excuse he used. <laughs> Okay, so as a kid, he struck me as like a used car salesman type, like, can like argument. Sounds like a crack addict that really needs to get some. We we used to play airsoft together sometimes, just he and I, which isn't really that fun. Right. Yeah. Maybe the gulags. (laughs) But he'd like show up at my place with like an airsoft gun. So, like, yeah, mm. I was never into airsoft. One of my friends would would play airsoft with me, and I would always get fucking mauled. <laughs> He'd be like, "Here, you can have this gun. I just bought this new Thompson, and it has like five thousand FPS, and like you're gonna be stuck in this yeah. tower, and I'm just gonna shoot at the tower, and you're stuck here forever." That's you, that's always the like, like unfortunate. Yeah, exactly. That's always the, the shitty old pistol. That's always the have, like, big brother, little gun. brother type situation. Yeah. Like, yeah. Dude, no. But I had this friend who lived like in, in like in the city Waco, like in the city. So there wasn't much space around. He had a he he, he was so cool, dude. He had a lot of cool <laughs> shit. He had like a he had a potato gun. Oh yeah. And he lived around like Mount Carmel, you know, like the water treatment plant. Yeah. Okay. Around hold that on. Area. You gotta clarify the potato gun as in like like a potato cannon where you put a yeah, potato like you in there. cut a potato in half, you stick it in, and then you use okay. some spray paint and like right. a sparker yeah <laughs> and i don't even know where we were shooting at but we would shoot that potato cannon like just launch it in the middle of the city i have no idea where they went oh my god <laughs> but like oh my god i know that there was like some amount of like undeveloped land behind him but i don't know mm-hmm. how much and one day we took that potato cannon and we took it and aimed it at his neighbor's fence and we shot his fence, and it just fucking put a potato-sized hole in a plank of wood. <laughs> like, it didn't slow down. Like, that thing was going quick for a potato. Oh my god, dude. Holy shit. That's he also awesome. Had a, he also had a, like, a, a paintball gun. And I guess it was pretty weak. Because, like, we would, we would, like, walk, like, 50 faces and just, like, shoot each other's backs. <laughs> and, like, behind his house. I don't, I don't remember paint... I, I went paintballing as a kid... I don't remember it being that as tough as it was whenever yeah. we went paintballing. Like, they must have toned it down, toned the pressure down whenever we were kids. They must have, yeah. Because, like, yeah, no, I got shot by, by your brother, like, at close range, and man. Holy what shit. What a mark on me. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah. We I came think, back. <sighs> I think Whitney gave me, like, four huge welts. Welts. <laughs> yeah. Like, sorry, sorry, Gobbler gave me four huge welts. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't know. That was. It was fun. All right. But, like, as much as we played it, I, I don't think I would be able to play for any longer. You know? Yeah. It was, it was like, it was a workout. That whole you're experience like in the game. was weird, though, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We show up the first day. They're like, hey, sorry guys, we're closing in like 10 minutes. You're going to come back tomorrow. Also, we don't have any paintballs left, so buy your own. 
<laughs> oh. No, 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 no. We went there. They were like, we don't have any paintballs, but you can probably get some from this place or this place. We went to this place. They didn't have it. Went to this place. They did have it. We got paintballs, came back, and they were like, sorry, we're closing. <laughs> yeah. I'm not getting overtime, so. Yeah. But we did get, like, the whole day to ourselves, basically, the next day. Yeah. We didn't have to worry about anyone else being there, which was nice. <laughs> yeah. Terrifying experience. <laughs> it was all yeah. right. I had a good time. I, I lost my was, Saturday, though. So I, at one oh, point, yeah. I ran out of ammo, and I had to like, and there was like three people left, and I was trying to like stick my gun out, like, listen, man, I'm I'm surrendering, and then somebody was just pinning me down, like suppressing <laughs> fire, and there's a paintball, there's paint like splattering across the barrel, like across. Like it, uh, it was really uh, it was real shit. It happened to me too. Yeah. And Spooks was behind a barrier. There was like I was the only one left on my team, and I think you two were out side like watching because you goes you guys were out and you saw it, and my popper was just open and all my paintballs fell out and so i was just like what do i do i like looked at the guy and i looked at you guys and i was like ah. and he was like ah. and so you I did the like, most badass thing i think and so i just i closed my hopper and i just blanked i just shot blanks and i was just like K -k 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 -k, and i just sprinted out behind the cover that i was at Spooks hid because he thought that I had paintballs and I was firing at him. And the rule is, if you're point blank, you just like say whatever. Surrender, I think. Someone freeze or something. Yeah. And then that person's out so that you don't hurt everyone shooting the point blank. And so I just <laughs> I just ramboed it and sprinted at him, and then uh, I got destroyed after that. But that was pretty cool. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Also, what, Andrew, I... one of the guns kept on messing up, right? Like, it kept on... Like, if, it yeah. of, <laughs> if it ran out of uh, CO2, it would sound like a helicopter. Uh, okay. yeah. mm -hmm. It get... wouldn't have enough pressure to keep it, the seal closed, I think, mm -hmm. or something like that. Um, but Andrew, I did deep clean my car, and I didn't find your yeah, glasses anywhere. So. It's okay. I bought these wow, ones anyway. Weird. So. I must have left them on top of your car, and you drove off or something. <laughs> something like... Yeah, probably something, something like, like that. that. Mm-hmm. So they're not in Aubrey's but. car either. <laughs> Granted, she's never cleaned her car once in her life, probably. So <laughs> That's a shame. It was actually kind of clean back then, so we looked. It's not in there. Mm. Well, that was a good reminisce session. Yeah. Yeah. Big, big memories episode. Talking about video game memories and paintballing. And yeah. Half of the episode was SpaceX talk. Well, it's cool SpaceX talk, alright? You gotta preface it with the cool. Just saying. <laughs> but. Well. Well. Uh, GG. Well. Yeah. Um, GP, should I say. Oh. GP. Yeah, there we go. Eleanor pieces? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh... I think that. I think that ends it out. Last time we had Caleb ended out, and that was like the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, so too much, too much um, for us. I don't actually want to follow closing that out. Andrew, you should do. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, that's gonna do it for us today, boys. If you have those Twitch primes, go ahead and hit the channel with those Twitch primes. You'll get access to our Minecraft server. You'll get access to the emotes, and you could talk whenever it's subscriber-only chat, which it never is. 
Um, if you're watching on YouTube, hit that motherfucking subscribe button and click the bell to get notifications. Uh, we'll be back next week at Saturday, 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. Is that it for you boys? That's it. Oh, That's wait. It, champ. Fuck you, Spotify listeners. And fuck the fuck Spotify you. listeners. <gasps> Weather. We did it. We did it. See you later, guys. I'll be <laughs> <laughs> anyway, peace out, everybody. Chino's out.